You're listening to episode 146 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. Let's talk voice. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. This is a big week because it is the week of The Voice Den, episode number eight, happening on Wednesday, December 16th at 5 p.m. Pacific. And I want to give you a personal invitation to join us. Uh, This is going to be the last one of the year got a little bit of a holiday feel to it and I would love for you to be there with us. I want to mention that thanks to our headliner sponsor Amazon Lexi A-L-E-X-A they have been sponsors over the last six months and I appreciate that so much from the Amazon team. Uh, They have made the event accessible to everyone and so again a big big thank you to Amazon for the sponsorship and uh, for uh, supporting The Voice Den uh, so um, so enthusiastically over the last uh, half a year. I also want to give a shout out to two of our partners, Attention Live, a media partner, and Audio Brain, who of course has done the sonic branding. Both of those companies are incredible, and uh, I'm very uh, thankful for their involvement in The Voice Den. Now, speaking of The Voice Den, I have a very, very special guest on today. He actually was on The Voice Den a number of months ago, and this is none other than the very infamous uh, Jeff Blankenberg, otherwise known as the Purveyor of Pop. That is a nickname, and you will hear why that is such such a fitting nickname for Jeff as we get into this uh, podcast. Jeff is a developer evangelist for Amazon Lexi, and if you have been around The Voice scene or we're at conferences when we could go to conferences. I'm sure you will have uh, seen Jeff uh, speak there. He uh, is very involved uh, with his own Twitch channel where he teaches developers how to create things on uh, Lexi. He's actually working on creating a Lexi-based casino, and we talk all about that. Um, we have lots of fun in this podcast episode. This is actually a recording of the Voice Fluencer show, my live stream show when uh, Jeff came on. And again, the co-host for this particular episode uh, was Ian Utili. So he is on this episode as well. Anyway, that's enough of the intro. Uh, I think you're in for some fun in this uh, podcast episode, and you'll probably learn a thing or two as well from Jeff as uh, Ian and I both did. So let's get right to it. Here is Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I am great. It is absolutely wonderful to have you on the show. And we're going to uh, meet our co-host here in just a second. But Jeff, before we even get to that, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our audience. Oh, sure. Uh, So like you said, my name is Jeff Blankenberg. I am on the Alexa team at Amazon. And my job primarily is to talk to developers and creators and and, uh, writers, all sorts of creative people about um, the latest and greatest with Alexa. So most of it is focused on the technical side, but I spend lots and lots of time talking about uh, voice design and UI and all that kind of stuff too. Amazing, amazing. And there's certainly lots to talk about uh, with regards to Alexa. The, the big event was just actually not too long ago now with all the announcements and we'll get to all that. Let me bring Ian on here, our co-host as well. Ian, great to uh, see you again. Welcome back to the show. We can't hear you, Ian. I think maybe muted. You know, it's that it's that little pesky mute button. That sometimes <laughs> little gets the best pesky of me. mute button. 
That's never yeah, happened to me, right? Never happened to me. Never happened to you either, Jeff. I'm sure. Never. You're perfect. Never. You mute yeah. Not today. Earlier today. Yeah. Not not today. All right, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, here. We, first of all, before we get into anything with Alexa, though, we got to talk about what's going on behind you there. What is going on behind you there? Oh, uh, so I actually just set up my theater here in a, a disco. No, this is. Um, <laughs> so as as my title said, purveyor pop. So uh, me and my kids, probably I don't know, seven eight years ago, started collecting these Funko Pop figures. And it was just one or two and we had them on a shelf in like a bedroom. And then, you know, before we knew it, we had 10 or 15. And then I was like, I got to find a place for these things. And so I have this home office, which I've, I've worked from home for the last 13 years. So it's been awesome. Um, but they slowly but surely just end up on the walls. Cause this is like a private room with door closed family, friends, guests, never see this, you know, when you could still have guests. And uh, now before I know it, I think there are, there's about 380 of them in this room. Holy smokes. Wow. But there's wow. you're only seeing about 50 or 60, I think. <laughs> and then so so I needed the studio and I thought, well, they're neat, but I like I need something else. I want some lights. And so um, there's all sorts of LEDs now flashing around them and whatever. It's it's maybe a little it's I actually call this the nonsense. So uh, I have an Alexa routine and all I do is say, Alexa, start the office nonsense. <laughs> She's going to do it. Um, Oh, see, the lights just stopped because she uh, she heard that. So that is uh, that's what turns all the lights on, gets all the animation going, like gets the whole studio rolling. So it's pretty fun. Amazing. And I remember when you were on the uh, the voice, Dan, uh, number one, I remember two things about that. Number one, it was your birthday. It was. And, and number two, you were in the process of trying to win an auction for one of those pop guys. Did you win that I auction? I was. Uh, well, it wasn't an auction, thankfully, but oh. it was, uh, they do exclusive sales from time to time. In fact, they had one today. And um, if you don't get in in the first 20 seconds, you don't get one. And so it's not so much an auction. It's just a, how, how fast can you check out your with your credit card and everything? The, the pop drop. Um, yes. And so uh, that was the day, I think they had a bunch of exclusive Star Wars ones uh, that were dropping. But in addition to my birthday, that was also the day of Alexa Live. You said that was just recently, but... That was also in July, right. on July 22nd. Right, time flies. Uh, it was just last week, it seems. Here we go. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's a perfect segue. Let's, let's talk about that. What were the, uh, what are the, I mean, there were a lot of, a lot of announcements, obviously, but, you know, yeah. three months out now or wherever we are out now from that, what have been sort of the, the biggest announcements or the biggest, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, take home messages from that? I'm going to start with some smaller ones. Okay. Um, one of, it was the one that I actually got to give a presentation on, which I was really excited about, which is the concept of skill resumption. So today, like if you want to use a skill, you have to talk to it. And then if you want it to come back and give you more information, you have to talk to it again. And the idea with skill resumption, it's like backgrounding, right? With mobile apps, um, you can send it away or it can send itself away. And then when it's ready to give you more information, it pops back up. Um, that was one that I was really, really excited about because there's a number of situations where you want to have it go do something, can't do it right away. And it's going to come back in a half an hour and say, hey, by the way, your pizza delivery guy's on the way or whatever it is. Um, and you don't want to have to ask it like, where's my pizza? You just wanted to tell you when it's time. So that's what skill resumption does. And I think that that one was pretty cool. But I think the biggest one um, by far has been Alexa Conversations, uh, which is a, a unfortunate naming because it it's so overlapped with everything else. Sure. But the, the concept behind Alexa Conversations is to build, uh, is to use machine learning and AI to actually drive how your skill works. And so you build out a bunch of sample utterances and um, conversations and Alexa figures it all out for you. So you don't have to th think, think about each individual intent and interaction and all that stuff. And so we've we've run a big hackathon. We had 
uh, lots and lots of entries, lots of interesting ways people have approached this. And in fact, we found some people that have come in never having built for voice before and started with Alexa conversations. And it's interesting to talk to them because they don't have a lot of the, the preconceived notions and things that we all do as, as you know, veterans, uh, veterans, it's been around what, five, six years, but uh, veterans of this have all these preconceived notions about how things should work. Sure. Right. Great. Great. Ian, thoughts? Questions? Well, um, hopefully you hear the spirit of the question that I'm about to ask. Uh, what is your thought in this environment on competition versus collaboration? When Google Assistant or if Apple with Siri does something more than just come out with a mini pod, right? Uh, with Samsung Bixby comes and, and starts to continue to their development or they have new things or Microsoft Cortana with the, you know, kind of enterprise side of things, SoundHound, et cetera. There's other folks in the game besides Amazon. Mm -hmm. For you as a person, you have an opinion and then Amazon may have an official stance, but maybe you can speak sure. to both. What is your I feeling on, is it both? Is it competition and everybody's at war and collaboration a rise and high raises all ships? Or is it too soon for competition because it's still early in the game, so everybody needs to kind of work together. I'd love your insight on that. Sure. So I, I think I have the same position that Amazon does, um, okay. which is that I'm all for it. It's it's not it's not a battle. This is a this is an opportunity for everybody. And in fact, uh, Amazon has started a, a multi voice coalition, right? Where the idea is we want you to be able to we want there to be other assistants. We we recognize that. Alexa or Google Assistant or whoever can't be the end-all be-all. There's no way you can have that be the only thing uh, where you may think about that with things like mobile phones. I had the fortunate slash not so not so fortunate opportunity to work on Windows Phone when that was a thing. And that was a difference where like you can have one be the only thing, right? And, and Apple and Google certainly did a good job of uh, preserving their market share. So as we think about voice though, it's different. There's so many different places and surfaces and opportunities and everybody's got their own perspective on this stuff. And I think in a perfect world, you can talk to any device and talk to the assistant you want to talk to. Um, that's not going to happen soon, I don't think. But I like that Amazon is really paving the way on this stuff because I think it's going to make a big difference in the long run. Uh, when you want to talk to your broker's assistant, you can. When you want, I mean, it doesn't have to all funnel through one specific Amazon or Google or Apple kind of assistant or even Cortana, right? Uh, it, it should be its own standalone thing that you can talk to from any device with a microphone and a speaker. That's that's where I see it going. That's where I hope it goes. And is that that sort of ties into this interoperability um, initiative then that that, that mm -hmm. Amazon is, I've seen that promoted quite a bit. Um, yes. And how, do you have any insight into how that's going or what the, what the response is for that? I don't have any insights, um, and I, I wasn't necessarily prepared to to discuss okay. this one. So no, no, I don't have any specific perspectives on it. Okay. Uh, only that I personally am very excited about the sure. the opportunity that it brings. Sure. Now, um, shifting to something that I know that you're very uh, uh, interested in and very enthusiastic about right now, and this ties into your whole studio that you got set up there is that you do regular uh, Twitch streams all about building skills and you've got a really cool project. So tell us about that. I'm really keen to hear more. Oh, about this. sure. Yeah. You're, you're not gonna have any shortage of excitement for me. So I stream on Twitch every morning, 10 AM to noon for the most part. I mean, there's flexibility in that, but for the most part, it's every day, 10 to noon Eastern time on Twitch on my channel. I've got a sign right uh, there, there with my is. name and stuff on it. Um, uh, and, uh, <clears throat> The, the the thing that I've been building over the last month and a half or so uh, started as a chatbot. I uh, as I was on Twitch, I wanted a way to engage my audience, 
And so what I did is I built a very small casino. And so the way it worked is every time you posted a message in chat, you were given one more coin in the casino. And then you could you could use commands that I built, like exclamation point poker or exclamation point slots, to actually play a video poker game or a slot machine or roulette or craps or blackjack. I haven't finished all the games, but we're getting there. And uh, I realized very quickly that what I was building for the chatbot would not be something that I could use easily to translate to other platforms. And I knew that I'd want to build this for Alexa too. So I started over. I left the casino as it was. It's still running in in my Twitch chat. Um, but I started over and I completely rebuilt it so that the casino, which I call Chatsino, is completely standalone. And so it, it runs on a database. Um, it's just a, it's basically like a, a JavaScript library that I import into a project. And then I call into it and make it do the things I want to do. But I have an Alexa version now and I have a, uh, I'm starting on the new Twitch version again. And then we're going to move it to Slack and Discord and all sorts of other places where you can play it. And one of the huge benefits of it is that you will, your balance will follow you no matter where you go. So if you're on Twitch or Slack or whatever, you can easily link your accounts and then you have the same balance no matter where you are. You don't have to have like a separate game running on each different platform. Now, the, the nuanced cool part of this is that I've had a lot of people ask me because it, it drives a ton of engagement. The chat is just flowing by as you're watching my Twitch streams. And a lot of people ask me, hey, how could I, could, could you give me a copy of this? Could you run it on my channel? And one of the things that's going to be happening on the Twitch version is if you subscribe to my Twitch channel, which you can do for free, even if you have Amazon Prime or anything like that. If you subscribe to my Twitch channel, it'll automatically be available on your channel. Like it'll automatically install itself. So hmm. the bot will start listening to your channel. It'll be able to respond to users there. But again, same balance because it's the same username because it's the same everything. So uh, it's a fun project. There's lots to explore. There's so many rules to craps and blackjack. I love those games, but I didn't realize what it's like to have to code those games. Uh, it's a lot. That is very, very cool. I'm fascinated by this. So people are, during your Twitch streams, they're sort of watching you build this experience in real time. And then yep. they can interact with you and they can learn from you and ask questions and follow along. That's, a, on their that's own exactly way. right. But if what I'm saying is boring or the lights aren't enough for you, then um, then you can just sit there and like gamble those, those coins that you've earned by participating in chat uh, right there. I can't help but think about, and I don't know if maybe Ian, you're already thinking about this. When, when you're talking about coins and a currency, uh, my mind is going to blockchain. Um, sure. And uh, any thought about creating some type of currency or tying this to, to some type of blockchain currency or anything like that? Ooh, so I'm trying to be very careful. I mean, I'm already dabbling in casino world, right? And so every time, <laughs> every time I talk to any lawyer at Amazon, they're like, wait, casino, what are you doing? And they're like, no, 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 it's completely free. They're like, can people pay to buy coins? And I'm like, no, 100% no. Um, and I'm even dabbling with the idea of um, if I can get subscribers to pay for this, right? So there's some income coming from, from this mm -hmm. service. Um, taking the really unique events that happen in a casino, like a Royal Flush um, or three diamonds on the slot machine or something like that. Um, and actually using some of that revenue to provide as prizes. Uh, and uh, the lawyers that I've talked to are even a little cringy about that because it feels like gambling. Even though there's no way for you to risk any of your own money, you're playing games of chance with the opportunity to win real things. Um, so I haven't decided if I'm actually going to go down that path yet. But but anything that looks like a financial instrument, uh, I try to stay away from. Uh, even though so, blockchain might be a cool application for this. Could I, could I jump in and, yeah, and ask? Ahead. Okay, so... With decentralized applications or the distributed ledger, the whole approach of blockchain, having a third party verify uh, for trustworthiness, automation, et cetera. 
the thing that people talk a lot about is cryptocurrency, right? Bitcoin, Ethereum, and the rest. But one of the opportunities that's really being exploited by different companies today are automation through smart contracts, kind of an if this, then that trigger with many of these strung together to automate the process, remove the middlemen, remove the need for employees to do the manual processes or to decentralize the community. Instead of it being a top-down structure on a community, having the opportunity where instead the uh, the community kind of you know regulates themselves. So if we got away from cryptocurrency, which is still very speculative and not necessarily something that any large global 2000 company is going to necessarily want to push unless they're in the financial fintech world. When it comes to the other options, like decentralizing communities, decentralizing uh, contracts through smart contract automation, uh, what we've done with the voice den, having the NFTs, right? Placed on the Ethereum blockchain to create something that is fun. Uh, ideally, it'll become a game, but right now it's just kind of a collectible with no intrinsic value in and of itself at this point. Can you speak to distributed ledger, decentralization, not in terms of today, but in terms of like, how might you envision uh, a decentralized approach slowly integrating into Twitch live streams or slowly integrating into the Alexa develop developer community, et cetera? Sure. Uh, this is an interesting question because uh, I have, I, whether on purpose or not, I've actually not spent much time digging into blockchain at all. <laughs> um, and so other than understanding cryptocurrencies and understanding uh, the, the general concept behind how blockchain works, right? Um, it it is not something that I've I've actually spent a lot of time thinking about. So that, that's a really interesting question, but I feel like I'm going to spend a lot of time spinning cycles in my head trying to come up with a good answer for you uh, because I haven't uh, spent a lot of time on, sure. on that. Sure. No, um, yeah. I, I I like the novel idea. I certainly like uh, when I think about blockchain. The things that are appealing to me are the trust and verification, right? Being able to say that, yes, this is true and this, this person doesn't have or own this thing. Um, I, I think that's that's incredibly interesting. Um, but I, I always, um, being somebody that spent a lot of time in, in the data world in my previous lives, um, I always worry as I think about a blockchain and how it just scales in size. Um, that's something that I've heard is a potential concern with this. So uh, that's something that I, I've always looked at and said, wow, I, I don't actually know how that would work or how that would be handled. but. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know that I have a great answer for you off that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was going to jump in there and say, well, just getting back to the, the casino side of the the, the, the applications oh, sure. that you're building here. So where are you at right now? I'm curious kind of what's the status of that. Can, can people go open it up on Alexa now or how does that work? No, they can't. I haven't okay. published it yet, uh, although we're getting close. I'm, uh, I have a beta running. So if you want to join me on my channel, all I ask is that people send me a, a direct message, uh, give me their email address that they set their devices up with and I can get them access to it. Um, you can also just try it out right there on the Twitch channel. But I'm expecting probably before uh, the United States Thanksgiving, so end of November, uh, that it'll be live in the store. Oh, so that's pretty soon, actually. Oh, so, that's, yeah. that's not and we're, we're going live with three games, just uh, just slots, blackjack, and no, no, slots, video poker, and roulette. Um, and I have, I have good portions of craps and blackjack built, but there's more work to be done, and I don't want that to hold us back. That'll let me say, hey, now we have slots, and hey, or uh, hey, now we have blackjack, right? That'll be future releases. And is this all? I'm, I'm assuming is it all multimodal? Uh, so you're taking advantage uh, of the it screen? is, yeah. it is. So that's something I've been working on this week. Actually, was doing uh, the video poker interface, where people, if they don't want to talk to it, they can just tap on the cards and hold the ones they want and do all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll definitely be multimodal. Very cool. Oh, I really like it. Um, Ian, we're running a little bit short on time. Any other final questions? 
So I have one question on how, you know, one thing that's so wonderful about Amazon, Alexa, and that side is that you become sponsors for the voice den. And the great thing is to let us have your social proof, allow us to have the validation that Amazon's happy we're doing the voice den events and, and sponsor us. One thing that we don't always have total clarity, I'm speaking for Terry in, in this sense, is exactly how to help promote Amazon, the services, the products that are most important. So is there, a, is there a resource that people like Terry, being that you, Amazon sponsors the Voice Den, or others that just want to promote Amazon, right? They just love Amazon. Where is the primary place for them to find out the information so they can tell the story and tell the narrative on your behalf? Boy, that's, that's a fantastic question that I should have a really canned <laughs> answer for. Um, Ian's asking the tough uh, questions, holy. Yeah, no, I, I like it. Uh, so when I think about... Um, how do I give people information that they can share about Amazon? That's that's tricky. I don't know that we have a, a location necessarily for that. Um, I tend to send people to alexa.design slash start. And that's kind of a get started, you know, figure out how to get going with, with building for voice kind of portal. Um, but as far as having resources to, to let you know, people that are very in the know about how you tell people about the latest and greatest what's going on with Amazon, um, I, th oh, boy, I'd have to think of what the URL is. The, the coolest thing I think that I probably have in that regard is on the developer portal. So it's on uh, developer.amazon.com slash Alexa. There is a page that is like the latest releases. Um, mm. And it's, it's a nondescript page and it's certainly not the homepage that you're going to find. But on that page, it literally is just a grid with dates that shows you, hey, we just launched this today. Hey, this thing just came out. Um, and I think it's kind of cool to go through that because you get to see very quickly these aren't the big noisy announcements. This is like, hey, this thing is now available in Germany. Hey, this thing is released here now. Uh, because th this is getting updated on a pretty regular basis. And I think that's probably one of the, the cooler things that we have on the website is a, a very visible release calendar. That's great because, well, that that's excellent. It's a, at least that is very syst systematic so that if a developer is looking for something, they can at least go through and see, see exactly uh, um, where to find the stuff. One of the resources that I, that I have been using uh, a little bit too is just the... Um, and I'm going to forget the name of it, but the blog, uh, I think it's Amazon one or day one or something. Um, day one blog. Yeah. Day one blog um, where they have a lot of the announcements and the latest news, which I, which I, which I find useful as well. Um, yeah. No, the day one blog is good. Finally, before I let you go, I just got to, uh, you have to show everybody a little sneak peek of the actual new echo, the sphere behind you. Oh. Cause I know you've got, you've got all the devices there. I do have one here. Uh, this is the new echo. It was just released. I think this is gen four. Um, yep. it, it only came out a couple of days ago. And so, Hey, you know what, why don't we, uh, why don't we start at the casino? We'll do it. Alexa, open chat, Sino. Maybe. Welcome to the chat, Sino. You are on a three day streak. Nice. I just gave you 150 bonus coins. You currently have 19,066 coins available. Ooh. What would you like to do? Bet five on slots. Yowza! You got cherries, cherries, grapes. You won 25 coins. Ooh. Your new balance is 19,090. Big winner today. Do you, do you have a leaderboard? Of course there's a leaderboard. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, they're, they're, uh, the, on that, it just gives you the top five. And if you're not in the top five, it'll tell you where you are. 
Um, but I also have a web-based uh, one that runs in the stream so that people can see exactly what their balances are for the top 30, I think. So when you're there and you're in the chat, it shows you commands you can use to play the casino, but it also shows you the top 30 standings. One guy's gone out of control. I actually had to add a feature to it to prevent this, but he's hit some really good luck on some really big bets. And where most people, I think the like the high level of most people, they have like a million coins they've earned over time. Uh -huh. um, he has two and a half trillion uh, oh. because because he just keeps like betting, you know, 10 million at a time. And then he'll hit some big jackpot. And before you know, he's, he's got all this money. So I yeah. had to build limits into the new version. And so depending on how many coins you have, there's an upper and lower bound, a minimum and a maximum that you can bet so that you're not betting 30 million at a time uh, every time because two trillions a lot is going to make you go bankrupt at that rate. Right. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's awesome, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, uh, coming up, you are on the, uh, the party edition of the voice den. What questions would you like it? If people asked you, what's your sweet spot? What are things that you like to Ooh. talk about? Um, I love, I love talking about the, uh, not so specific future. So if you want to talk about what, what I think voice or technology or anything is going to look like in 10 or 15 years, I love to talk about stuff like that. But I also love any of the little nuanced um, technical things related to voice today. So uh, how do I build stuff? What's the best way to approach this problem? Why is it that she never understands me? Whatever the thing is. Um, I love that kind of stuff too. So uh, the very, very current or the very far future, but I like to stay out of the what's going to happen in three years conversation because then that ends up in a newspaper and somebody says, Hey, he said there, it's gotta be like, I don't want to talk about that stuff. Right. So, um, I yeah, uh, I will never, ever make any promises while I'm on a, on air like this, but people think I am sometimes. So well, I like to be careful. That's like, that's such a carrot. I want to talk to you more about the future. Um, do you have like another minute or two? Can we I've got all this? the time you need. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Cause I know this is, this is right up. Yeah. Uh, this is Ian's, uh, Ian's forte as well. So, so tell us, give us, give us one of your uh, predictions for 10 years out or so for voice. What are we looking at? Yes, please. Got it. So I actually just gave a talk. Um, uh, I've given this keynote twice now. Once was at the Toronto tech, uh, tech summit, which was just last week. Um, and then I gave it at the voice summit. This was the opening keynote at the voice summit. Yeah. But I talked a lot about uh, the idea of something beyond a, a digital assistant, like we think of today, but more like a, a personal AI companion that's mm -hmm. always with you. Um, and it's always available to make all of those decisions for you. So a couple of the examples of things that I really wanted to be able to do are, and I may have even talked to you about this before, Terry. Um, I, I want the ability for my assistant, my personal companion, my AI, to be able to tell me when I have a dentist appointment without me ever having to worry about making a dentist appointment. Mm. Right. That's, that's one really good example of this. Um, it can talk to my healthcare system to make sure that I'm eligible for another cleaning right now. It can talk to my dentist system. It can talk to my own personal calendar to make sure all of that is cleared. But that's that's just one simple example that, honestly, if the systems would open themselves up, it wouldn't be that hard to build today. The things that I'm more interested in are um, it being able to recognize that I haven't had much of a social life lately. And it just schedules get-togethers with me and my friends. It goes out of the way to talk to their assistant and say, hey, you know what? You're all going to the beach on Friday night. You're going to have a bonfire. I've actually had some wood ordered. So you're going to be all like, it takes care of all of that. And I just look at it and go, oh my gosh, I'm getting together with my friends next Friday. That's awesome. Right. And it just happened because our AIs talked to each other and figured it all out for us. That would be amazing. Amazing. I mean, Ian, thoughts yes, on that? Please. I know Ian likes to think about the future. 
Well, that's very fun and human. I, I love that very much. I haven't heard that thought. One that I think a lot about is accelerating what takes six months and getting it done in six minutes. So I do think a lot about the ability to where when we have an idea in X number of seasons or years from now, call it 10, we say, I have this brilliant idea. And you just say to the assistant, hey, can you search the domains and all of the social media sites and find out if Jeff's brilliant idea is available? Yes, it is. Okay, order all those. Okay, um, take the photo I took three days ago on the beach, take the video with my kids from four days ago, write this copy, write this, uh, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's on your TV. You're looking, you say, now move this, move this around. Okay, that's it, that's my website. Um, can you just send everything over to my lawyer, have them check everything, have them file the incorporation, uh, spin up an Eventbrite page and go ahead and send out an Eventbrite link for people to come over and meet me at the beach to celebrate my new idea in three weeks and just text everybody within 100 miles that I've texted in the last three weeks. The texts go yeah. out, everybody gets invited, the thing's full, and literally in six minutes, you just accomplish yeah. Yeah, I, 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 execution. I think we can take it further because it should know like, oh, you're planning an event? I'm going to set up the event, right? I'm going to tell them, like, it should do that automatically. I think about, yeah. like, having having a very um, low-level, low level is probably the wrong way to say it, but like a low-level employee that just is a taskmaster, right? They, they just get done what you need to get done. Uh, and I like to take all of that stuff away. The whole point of the talk that I was giving was that think of all, the, like, the interesting idea you just brought up about how cool that would be if all of this stuff could happen. Imagine if you could spend your entire day, uh, your entire time your brain is processing stuff thinking about those things and not worrying about like uh, my mortgage payments coming up in two days. I, I got to remember not to forget that. Like that should never be a thing we ever think of or like my mortgage is just going to get paid because it's going to get paid. And if it's not, then it's going to find a backup way to co cover that or whatever. But like one of the arguments I make in that talk is you should never have to pay your bills again. That should just happen. Yes. Uh, and it should be structuring your money and anticipating and planning. And like, I don't need to do all that stuff. I don't need to make it a manual process. Right. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, and in 10 years is probably a really low estimate, honestly, because that kind of stuff is going to take a lot of work and a lot of trust, honestly, is, is going to be a big part of it too, is am I going to concede that part of my life, the part that's been so manual and so um, part of me for so long? How do I just hand that away to some AI? Yeah, how, do you, how do you integrate Neuralink uh, technology potential with the machine learning that we currently experience in a voice assistant fashion. If Musk and the other competitors that are creating Neuralink technology for people's thoughts to be able to control or at least interact with computers, do you have any thoughts on that 25 plus years out since you love talking about Gosh, uh, futuristic stuff? The, the, the struggle I have with the Neuralink stuff is that I just don't, I haven't been convinced that it's real yet. Um, I think that there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, but I, when I think of Neuralink, I still think there was a toy that came out like five years ago. It was like a Jedi mind controller thing. And you could like get a ping pong ball to move. It had some blowers and you basically got to decide where the ball moved. And they were trying to use some kind of basic brainwave technology stuff to manipulate that thing. Um, but the idea that I'm going to like move a mouse or something more significant with technology, with my brain, that seems uh, amazing. Uh, first, like I'm all for it if it's possible. I am highly skeptical. I have a degree in psychology. That's where I spend a lot of my time thinking about this kind of stuff. And it mm. just seems so far future that mm. uh, yes, I'm for it, but I I don't. Man, Th there's there's good and bad to that, right? 
I mean, think of all the th- think of all the thoughts you have that you don't want people to know about or hear about, right? That's all. That's all we need is the next Twitter to just publish everything you think. Jeez, oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be awful. We'll, we'll all be wearing foil. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Well, wow. Okay, guys. Well, fascinating discussion. We've co- we've really covered the gamut here. Holy, this went way more broad than I thought we would go. But yeah, now you're gonna now you're gonna stop it, Terry. Just as I really started getting excited. Yeah, I know. No, it's great. Um, hey, thanks so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ian, for sure. hosting. Jeff, um, where can people go then to to follow you and get in touch with what you're doing and and the, and the Twitch stream and stuff? Where sure. you know, give them some direction. Where can they go? Uh, they go wherever they go. They can find me as at Jeff Blankenberg, literally everywhere. Um, if you want to find me on TikTok, you can even find me there. So I would say I would recommend if you really want to reach out, if you want to connect, uh, use Twitter, use Twitch. Those are the two places that I spend most of my time. Um, and I'm really looking for an opportunity to meet and talk and discuss stuff with people. So I'm putting myself out there. It's just about you, uh, making a step back. So, uh, would love to meet everybody that's watching and anybody that has a chance to, uh, talk about voice. I'm in, count me in. Amazing. All right. Well, there you go. Again, a big thanks to both Jeff and to Ian for uh, their time uh, with that podcast. I had a lot of fun in that one. As you can tell, we were joking around a bit. And uh, those, those are some of my favorite types of podcasts where we can just have a real fun and, uh, and casual conversation, but yet learn a lot about voice technology. Uh, again, quick shout outs. Amazon Lexi, thanks for your support of The Voice Den. Thank you to Attention Live. Thank you to Audio Brain. And you, the listener, thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please make sure to subscribe. And the biggest compliment that you could pay is, of course, sharing it with others so they can also learn a little bit more about voice technology. I hope you will join us at The Voice Den, in The Voice Den, this Wednesday, 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific, for the final one of the season. Uh, You just go to thevoiceden.com. Completely free. Again, thanks to Amazon. And I look forward to seeing you there. We're going to wrap up the year uh, of episodes of The Voice Den. Thank you for tuning in. And I look so forward to seeing you on Wednesday. See you then.